0: I always came in, you know, my head down, always just working, always coming there to just get whatever done I had to get done. I ain't never, you know, talk back to no coaches. I ain't ever, you know, do nothing crazy off the field. I always just try to, you know, just be that be that guy, you know, be the right guy, you know. I always try to, you know, serve my teammates and just do whatever I had to do, you know, just help the team, you know, win. And I feel like that's what it kind of that's what that's what it kind of boils down to, just being there to do whatever you got to do, you know, just help your team succeed. Do I really look like a guy with a plan?
1: Hello, and welcome back, or welcome to another edition of Up Close in Personnel with Alex Brown, where we take a deep dive on the personnel side of football. From evaluating to recruiting, scouting, team building, and more, the show is geared towards educating and empowering players, coaches, scouts, and evaluators alike. Thank you for listening in on whatever platform you're listening on, uh, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, wherever you're at. Please make sure you're subscribed, rate the show, like it, share it with someone you know, and we appreciate your time. On this week's show, we have Brandon Wilson, a former player, from UH current starting kick returner and reserve defensive back for the Cincinnati Bengals joining us. He is absolutely one of the hardest working guys I have ever been around. Just a genuinely good dude that I couldn't be happier to have on my show. As a four-year player at UH, Brandon scored eight career touchdowns in six different ways. He played basically every single position He scored two rushing touchdowns, two kick return touchdowns, one on a missed field goal, one on a blocked field goal, one on a fumble return, and another one on an interception. He was just a do-it-all guy that put the team first constantly, and that's a common thread throughout this episode. It's just hearing his humble team-first mentality. All of this combined with an incredible pro day where he just tested out of the roof, and that incredible pro day really kind of set him up for success at the next level, where he was drafted in the sixth round of the 2017 NFL Draft and chosen by the Cincinnati Bengals. We talked through some of the early struggles he had as a rookie. Uh, Didn't really dive into the fact that he is one of the top kick returners in the game and how basically the last two seasons of him being in the top 10 of kick returning has allowed him to get a contract extension, which is incredible. So he just closed out his second contract and he'll be signed through 2022. We talked a little bit about the stresses that went into that this past season with COVID and having his own kid. But with recruiting opening back up, college freshmen stepping on campus soon, and the camp season upon us for recruiters and coaches alike, I figured it would be great to have a player's perspective and hear about Brandon's personal journey as we dive into recruiting opening back up. So from overcoming injuries as a sophomore and a junior in high school to being under-recruited and signed late – constantly moving positions in college, like I talked about just a second ago, and navigating COVID during the final year of his rookie contract, it was just good to have somebody talk through their own struggles, their own adversity, and how he's responded to it. I think that Brandon exemplifies what it means to be a team player, what it means to be a high-character person, and uh, I think it's important for coaches and evaluators to understand what that looks like, and also important for players to understand what that looks like as well at the highest level of football so before we switch over to the show here's a quick word from our sponsors over at war room as a team building platform war room is servicing college football teams all across the country at all levels of the game they have customizable solutions for high schools and pro teams as well from roster management to depth charts recruiting boards evaluations to team communication and compliance war room has it all you can check out more by visiting www.collegewarroom.com for a free demo today or reach out to moose bingham at 801-808-7754. As always, thank you for your time. I think this is a great episode and it was a lot of fun to record with one of my former guys and Brandon Wilson and I hope you enjoy the show. Just hit a button Morty, give me a beat. Oh man, okay, all right, um... B. Will, welcome to the show. Oh man? It's been too long since I've seen you.
0: It's been forever, bro. Forever,
1: um, how has becoming a father over COVID been?
0: Oh, man, that was, I'm not even gonna lie, that was tough, man. Just having to, you know, try to be there for my wife and, you know, try to balance work and football it was it was pretty tough. It was a tough season for me last year, I ain't even gonna lie. Um, you know, getting a little sleep here and there and then just trying to work and everything, but you know, I pushed through it. And you know, I can't complain. Sure, I love my wife, I love my baby. You know, it's a blessing, so I can't I can't complain at all.
1: And and y'all spend most of that time in Shreveport and stay in Louisiana during all that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, during the off season, you know, trying to spend some time with our family, you know. Just letting them see the baby you know just chilling out there really
1: yeah and like I was going to ask you about this later but um you kind of had all of like these crazy stresses going on with like you had COVID you have a baby and you're going into the last year of your contract yeah. you know year four which is the big one um like what was where was your mind at through all of that like how do you kind of how do you <laughs> compartmentalize all that and like focus Bro. on the here and the now and
0: my mind was everywhere because I mean, like you said, with just COVID and just, you know, the contract and just all this stuff, it was just I don't even honestly, I don't think I don't think I was really focused on like the contract as much as just, you know, worried about getting COVID and getting my wife sick or getting my daughter sick. That was my biggest concern. I was just like Hey, man, I just I just hope I don't, you know, bring it back to the house and you know, them ended up ending up getting sick. So that was really like the biggest the biggest thing with me. I was just I was just scared of that. But I mean, contract wise, I was I don't think I was really, you know, worried about it until like probably after the season. I won't even say worried about it. It was just like, you know, it wasn't a big it wasn't a big deal. Me. i wouldn't i wouldn't stress and i knew like if i was to you know had landed anywhere else um you know it'll all work out because i mean i just this is just how this just how i think but i mean i'm back here at the bengals i'm excited i mean it's gonna be a great season for it so yeah man
1: have you always been like because you know i didn't recruit you but we got to spend it was three so i got i got in 15 16. And then we went through the draft process. So really, like, we spent a lot of time together for three years. Mm-hmm. You were always like here, like even keel, never too high, never too low, except maybe like the the OU return. But
0: uh, no, uh, no, I wouldn't
1: Yeah, biggest play of the season. Um, maybe even the biggest play in uh, you know, the the history of uh football because you upset. OU in NRG. That's a good question. You know, is that the bigger win or is the FSU getting bigger win? But where did you get like that even keel kind of be consistent every single day? Is that mom, is that dad, like, where did that start for you? Like who were the, who are those people that you looked up to and tried to like say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to be that way. You know, when I'm in those tough situations.
0: You know, I think I really get it from my mom and my dad. I mean, that's that's exactly how they are, you know. They don't complain about nothing. They just go to work, they, you know, do their job, they get it done. They don't, you know, complain about anything no matter what situation it is, no matter what's going on. They always just, you know, just do what it takes, really. I mean, to just keep providing for the family and everything. So I mean I think I think that's who I really get it from is my parents. And I mean, as far as like looking up somebody, I think it's that's kind of who I looked up to growing up with my parents. So
1: Do you see like a lot of your dad in yourself now, like when yeah. with, with Naomi and being yeah. a dad now?
0: Yeah, I'm starting to see it a lot. And you know, sure, I'm kind of starting to look like him even more the older <laughs> I get. <laughs> so I mean, but my, my father, he's a good man, and so
1: was, was yeah. he a, a a multi-sport uh be a state champion in every single sport in high school kind of athlete like yourself or what?
0: So my dad, he played football and ran track. I, I did the same thing. But I mean, everybody just always talk about him just like, man, your dad was so fast. He was the fastest guy we ever knew. Just, he was a great running back. We'll do. I was like, yeah, whatever. And I remember one time I tried to race him and I, he didn't, he didn't, you know, um, finish the race, but <laughs> He kind of beat me at the start, so I, I kind of, you know, was thinking, man, he probably he probably was fast back in the day if he came out, you know, like that. But so it was it was pretty cool, just you know, during that time.
1: So what all sports? Like, so I know you, I know the the track background, the ten five, y'all won state, and you know relays, and you mm. got second your senior year in state. That's that's a tough deal. Um,
0: yeah. What all sports did you play growing up? Man, I just did football and track. And that was I'm it? Terrible at, I'm terrible at basketball. Didn't want to play. Well, I kind of want to play baseball. But after I saw somebody like it in the face with baseball, I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, so, track.
1: OK, track and football. Yeah. Um, you know, this show, like, we have a lot of recruiting people on. Um, we have a lot of coaches on and a lot of, like, recruits that are trying to, like, learn about the process. Or like trying to prepare themselves for the next step, you know, the NFL mm-hmm. draft, all those things. Um, and everybody that comes on is always like, oh yeah, multi-sports, huge deal, tracks a huge deal. Um for you, I I you mean you see it on your kicker kick return game. Um, obviously in your ability as a DB. Um, can you talk about like the benefits of cross-training in these different sports and just being involved, just competing? Cause like the versatility you have is what like made you a four year player at UH. It's what has gotten you to a second year, you know, a second contract. So like as a player, can you talk to like why that's so important for the college and the pro
0: level? Yeah, I mean, from experience just, you know, just from running track, I just feel like that helps you out just being faster really. So with me, I just know like, there's some guys, you know, they can run, you know, a good 40, but can you like hold that, you know, a hundred yards? So that's, that's, that's why I see, you know, track kind of kick in, you know, it kind of, kind of helps you just run that longer distance, you know, for a faster time. And I just, I just think it's, it's, it's important to just play multiple sports. I wish I would have played more sports in, you know, high school, I feel like probably build even more athletic, I am athletic now, but I probably would have been even more. You know, just playing basketball, you know, playing baseball or soccer, or whatever.
1: So, what's um, what's the deficiency in basketball? Is it the handles or is it the, the shooting?
0: What is it? Both, all of it, <laughs> 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 everything, <laughs> everything. I can't, I can't shoot no ball. I can't really dribble the ball, you know. So, but I'm no, sure. it's, it's it's. I'm it sure is, I'm uh, sure
1: Tyus would talk a bunch of
0: trash to you back in the day. Um, Yeah. It is important to play multiple sports though. It it, it'll it'll benefit you, you know, just you know, being being athletic like that. So
1: Yeah. And you know, your your recruiting process was a little different. Um, if I remember, like it came down to the wire. Like oh yeah. Like the UH offer was late, late, late. Super Um, late. (laughs) And if you pull up your twenty four seven it only shows Washington offer and Eastern Michigan with official mm-hmm. visits to both of them, the weeks leading up to signing days. Phil, so, um, can we start like, don't, don't go straight to the end. Like when did you start hearing from colleges? Um, what was the process like for you? And then to piggyback off of that, like how different are you seeing it now that your brother just went through it? Because, you know, 20 what that was 2012 or 2013 class for you?
0: 2012.
1: So 2012 to 2021 is a big difference. that's like ten, that's like nine years. <laughs> it's that's a, like a whole years. decade of yeah. social media and the the push of everything that's happening now. So um I guess like what are the biggest differences you see now? And then let's walk through kind of your timeline and how it went for you.
0: The biggest difference is now I feel like it's I don't know. I just like you can get more film out to coaches now and it's it's just a different it's just a different platform really with social media and stuff i mean i know my dad he kind of you know sent out most of my stuff or tried to send out most of my stuff to you know coaches and everything and I, i even had coaches send stuff out too that was in my high school but i just feel like it's like with twitter and just instagram and just huddle and all this stuff um i feel like it's it's a lot easier you know for um athletes to get, you know, seen, so, and just to piggyback on just like how I got, you know, recruited, it, it really came down to the wire. It was, oh my gosh. So, um, I'll go, i go all the way back. So my sophomore season of high school, you know, I ain't have, I had no offers, you know, I was going to camps and whatnot, but I have no offers at all. I ended up getting hurt like third game um, my sophomore season. Then I come back junior season, you know, you know, we getting hurt like the first game. So, combined just like my sophomore and junior season, I only play like a few games. I mean, I came back both of the season and the playoffs, but I didn't really have much, you know, film out there like that. And, you know, my senior season, I ended up playing full season, you know, been healthy throughout the whole, whole season. And, you know, I ended up getting, an offer from i think i i think i got an offer from grambling then ended up getting like an offer from washington and eastern michigan um i think northwestern was looking at me and everything um northwestern and louisiana let me northwest state nacketish yeah no yeah <laughs> next <Nacktish. laughs> so um yeah so i ended up you know I, I i didn't even get to make it to washington so i i ended up, you know, um, going east of Michigan, you know, toward that. It was freezing cold up there, really cold. (laughs) It was actually like snowing and I wasn't even prepared. I had like Chuck Taylors on out there walking in the snow, feet soaking wet, (laughs) it was bad. (laughs) So. uh,
1: (laughs) Men from the boot can't survive up north of Michigan. (laughs) For
0: everybody else up there, you know, prepared, I'm up there like, man, it's cold up here, (laughs) you know. And, you know that's that's really that was really far from home so um you know I ended up going there it was it was it was pretty cool you know and I wanted to you know take a visit to uh Washington but they ended up you know shoot whole coaching staff ended up getting fired after they lost like a ball game to like Baylor so they called me they told me they, they had to pull my scholarship so I didn't ended up I didn't get to you know go there at all. So um after that, I was just, you know, like, what am I doing now? What am I doing now? So my dad, he ended up like talking to some coaches. Um I ended up driving out to Tyler Junior College and touring that. And you know, I I was like, man, this place kinda, it's kinda cool, you know, you know, junior college you can, you know, go there two years and possibly get recruited, go to uh you know, D1 school. So I was like, you know what? It kind of make, makes sense. I might as well, you know, sign. So I ended up signing to Tyler Junior College. And like, I can't remember. It was probably like a few weeks, a few weeks later or something. <clears throat> I had, I got hit up by uh, Brandon Middleton. He was like a receivers coach, you know, at U of H. And he was like, oh, did you want to deal? Did I want to come visit school? So, you know, I ended up, you know, hitting him up, telling him, yeah, I did. So, Went out there, you know. Went went to U of H. Tony Levine was there at the time. You know, they uh, toured the school and everything. It was shoot. I was like, God, like this is amazing. You know, H Town. You know, when you coming down, <laughs> you see the big old view. You know, me from Shreveport. I'm like, man, this is amazing. Like, I never seen nothing like this ever in my life. So that kind of that kind of sold it too. So and I, uh, you know, just toured the campus, liked it. I was like, man, I like this, you know, like the school, but I was, I was still like stuck. Like, I don't know if I want to go, because I just signed to Tyler Junior College. Like, I was still like, just, I don't know. I was just confused. So, I you, I so, so I was, you signed? You signed? What did? What did you actually sign to Tyler? JC? I, I signed to Tyler Junior College like a few weeks after like signing day or something like that. But the catch, the catch to it was like. Um, I told the junior college coach, I was like, yeah, I got this offer from U of H and, you know, thinking about going. So he was like, shoot, he told me straight up. He said, (laughs) he said, you can go. He said, you can go to U of H. And if you don't like it there, you can come back here. (laughs) So I was like, all right, it's a win-win situation for me. So I ended up, you know, just signing to U of H. I didn't even even go to Tyler Tyler Junior College. So, I mean, it kind of. Because, I mean, it, I think it's like if you sign with a junior college and then like a, you know, D1 school offers you, you don't even have to go there. So that's how it went. So I ended up signing with, with Houston. And, um, shoot, it was really on from there. But that's that's really how my recruiting process go. It was, it was really a blessing. because I mean, it was, it was kind of like last minute, like last scholarship. I think I ended up like reporting in like July. Like everybody else reported in June. I ended up reporting in like July or something like that. I think that's Ooh. how it went. I can't remember. That's I, I crazy. Think I, I think I did. Yeah, but but a lot of people don't know it went like that. A lot of people think I just you know had an offer from Houston and just signed on oh, yeah. Sunday. No, <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. It was just you know it was it was way after the fact. I I, I was about to be at an old junior college. I mean I had I had the grades and everything. You know I mean my ACT it probably could have been a little better. I think I had like 19 on my ACT. I, I'm terrible at that, but um my GPA was good and everything. It's just, it's just injuries kind of, you know, I guess messed me over, but I ended up, shoot, you know, getting an offer from Houston. And so, and, and that's the, the cool part about
1: your story is the fact that like you were a senior season guy and like
0: mm-hmm.
1: what's happening now is the timelines getting shifted and shifted and shifted all the way up till like, you know, seventh, eighth graders are getting offered on the regular, like you're recruiting right. freshmen, you're recruiting sophomores. And some of these guys aren't completely developed, like, or if they are good enough, like maybe they're topped out. So like, um, how did you kind of like block out that noise? Cause I know there's a lot of people in Louisiana get recruited and you probably knew a lot of other guys that you're friends with that mm. were getting recruited. So like for you, and it's probably a little bit harder now for kids just because of social media and you see all those offers a little more like visually, mm. right? Like you pull up Twitter and there's no, there's no, there's no <laughs> right. offer. Right. Um, but like for, for yourself, like overcoming back to back seasons of, of injury, like that's not just the worry of trying to get an offer, but it's also the worry of like, man, like, can I stay healthy? Like what's going on? Like I'm trying to do everything right. So how did you kind of weather through that storm?
0: Shoot, man, it was, that it was, man, mentally, it, it, it messes with you because, I mean. What what were the injuries first? Um, I broke my ankle. I had, like, a fracture on my ankle, my right ankle, and then I came back my junior season. Like, it was literally, like, right after the January game. Like, so we played that January game, and then the first game of the season, I broke my foot. So I'm like, bro, I broke my foot? Bro, I. It was, in my mind, I'm just like, what the heck? Like, why? Like, that's really how I felt. But, I mean, now that I see it, just looking back, like, dang, everything kind of really happened for a reason. So, I mean, I know at the time it was tough, but I just, in my head, I just, you know, sure, I had a had a good, you know, um, just group of people around me, like my family, and just my brother, just, a lot of people just encouraging me just you know keeping me up because it was hard just having back to back injuries because I mean, like you said, like trying to do everything right and you know just getting hurt back to back season just really sucked but um, yeah, like I was saying, I just had to I just I, I just had to you know stay mentally just how can I say it just sharp really and not just get down and, you know, stay encouraged and everything, just praying and everything. I think that's really what helped me a lot, just praying and just, you know, talking to God about it. I think think that was the really thing that really just helped me because when I came back my senior season, man, I was just mindset, like, I'm not getting injured this season. I don't care what it is. I'm not getting injured, and I didn't get injured at all. So, and then, like, with the recruiting process, like, same thing. I was just – I was just praying about it and everything, everything really just worked out. I mean, I was stressed about it, but at the end of the day, it all worked out because
1: Do you feel like it gave you like a, a different sense of mental toughness to just.
0: It did. <laughs> it really did. Cause like mentally just having to go through that, it just, it really just changed me completely. So.
1: And and you said something, too, uh, about the Eastern Michigan. you were like, this is way too far from home. It was so, way
0: too far. Oh, my so, God.
1: So was that like one of the main things of like, I want to stay close to like my support people?
0: I did want to stay. I did want to stay close. I think that was one of the things, too. Like, even with like Washington, I was still thinking like, dang, that's far. <laughs> I mean, that's all the way up there. I'm all the way yeah. down here. And it's cold up there. That was something, too. I mean, but if I had to go, I still would have. If it worked out to me having to go, I I probably still would have went. So, but it didn't work out that way. Like I said, everything happened for a reason.
1: And and you get in that class late, but, like, this class is unbelievable. And I had to, like, look at it twice just to make sure I wasn't wasn't wrong. Yeah. Um, Like, the whole starting group for that FSU game. Steven Taylor, mm-hmm. Will Jackson, first rounder, mm-hmm. Amac, all time leading leading interceptions mm-hmm. at UH, Cam Malibu, oh. draft. Like, I mean, every, you, you just go trade T Stu, right? Like the inventor of the Jack Boys, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all you guys kind of like led that H Town takeover, and yeah. I've I've texted Coach Levine this. I've never met him, by the way. I want to have him on the show, but. Um, I've texted this, I've sent this on, on LinkedIn. He finally hit me back. Like, thank you for recruiting those guys. And I am very, very aware that like (laughs) the, the, the best season I've ever been a part of was because of the class you put together. What was it like when you came in? Cause you didn't know any of those guys, you know, and you're a month after they reported and you didn't go on an OV with them. So it's kind of like, everything's new to you, not even just the team, but like also your class.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that was very like open and welcoming. I mean, Luke Stice, that was like my guy, first day I come in. <laughs> i mean in that living ways with him, just going hard. I mean, it was it was a welcoming class. I mean, it wasn't nothing, you know, nothing bad, but it was they were they were very, very welcoming when I, you know, when I got there. So And like, you know,
1: you get the the workout plan when you sign. Um, but it's never quite what, what you're expecting, right? Like mm-hmm. you show up and the, the intent is to kick your ass, you know, the minute you get in the program. Right. Yeah. So, um, what, was it a big shock for you?
0: Like the strength conditioning or, or was it just a breeze for you? It, I don't think it was when I got there, man, I was, I was killing it. Cause I just, cause after, after all that stuff, I was just going through like the crew process and everything. I was just happy to be there honestly because I'm like bro I was about to go to junior college I ended up getting here bro I was ready to work (laughs) mindset was mindset was crazy so then mentally that's just so focused really
1: yeah so right now like so we're gonna have our freshmen uh come into town next month um middle of June and they're gonna like hit the ground running they basically spend a week to get you know their physicals done get everything cleared and then they go into the workouts like, what advice do you have for for freshmen stepping into a program? Because this is all across the country. Dudes are taking their first step on campus in some situations due to COVID. Like, what's the best way to, like, get started on the right foot in the locker room and then with, like, your coaches? Because that's a
0: real thing. I mean, just go in there and just do what they say. <laughs> go in there and do what they say, man. And just go in there, just ready to work, really. Just had a mindset. Just ready to work. Just don't. Don't run from it at all. Just go out there and attack it, really, because that's that's really that's really how I was, you know. That's really kind of what my mindset was when I went in. Just go and attack it. I mean, whatever they got, just go do it. So that's what I would say to him.
1: And like for for you in particular, you know, you were running back in high school, and you played cornerback, and you played some safety, and you return kicks. You you did everything. And you played running back towards the end. Um, That was fun. (laughs) So, and I like that. I like the fact that you said that's fun because a lot of kids now with the portal are like, oh, like, I'm only, I'm only this position. Um, Do you just kind of look at yourself like a football player? Like I'm, I'm a position, I'm just a football player. I want to win games. Like, is that
0: your mindset? Man, wherever you put me, I'm play it. That's how I was in college, really. <laughs> Cause yeah. I mean, when they moved me to corner, I was like, all right. <laughs> when they moved me to nickel, I was like, all right. When they told me to come play play running back, I was like, all right. right. <laughs> I'm Like just sure, I just want to play. Really, when, so. so
1: there were there were injuries and there was like a slew of injuries that, that pushed you to corner, right? Like walk like what was that
0: situation? So with corners. I really honestly I really don't know what the situation was with corners. But I just know they came to me one day and it was like, Brandon, we want to move you to cornerback. I was like, All right, I mean, I played. Shoot, when I got out there, I was getting burnt. <laughs> Boys was getting me at the line, bro. <laughs> but I mean, my speed, though, recovery speed, it was it was good to where like, you know, I can catch back up. But eventually, shoot, I, you know, you know, got really good at it. So I yeah I mean it was crazy
1: because we had you on one side running a 4, four, four three, whatever it is and you have mm-hmm. you know Will on the other side Willow mm-hmm. running a 4-3 four, four, four. um yeah did, y- did y'all really push each other a lot you know even before Man, I got all there the time. like was yeah. it just kind of like a like a competition every single day you came in the building
0: yeah yeah no when Yancey McKnight came in you know and us, you know, doing them. I forgot what we used to do. It's like 10 year sprints or something like that. Me and Willow, we used to always race. Me, him, and Isaiah. Boy, yep. always going at it. Some days Willow wins. Some days Isaiah wins. Some days I win. But we was always, we was always competing, having fun, really.
1: And Howard. And Howard, yeah, yeah. all of. So, um, and you know, we're we're kind of in your career and I I wanted to do it this way so that people can kind of get an idea of like all the, all the stuff you've gone through. Cause there's been a lot that has led to where you are now. Um, but taking a quick jump back, um, with camps going on, like right now, um, Mm. your brother just went through this process, Mm. um, kind of a similar situation. I mean, it was, it was tough. Like, you know, we had some conversations, um, Mm. thankfully landed. He's at, he's he's closer to home than you ever were. Um, Mm. But what advice do you have for, for kids going to camps? And then like for coaches, like what are some things you feel like get overlooked that, that recruits may or may not do in camp? Cause, cause you're in the lines with the guys, you know, you're, you're the one that's, you know, taking the rep one-on-one. Like, can you put us back into that, that mind frame?
0: Mm.
1: And how many camps did you go to? Like, did you go to LSU?
0: I did go to the LSU camp um I mean thing I was always told you know to the guys out there always be like the first guy in line always be you know the one that's you know just making sure you're paying attention to like the details and stuff just doing everything right um and I mean as far as, like, coaches, are you talking about, like, the coaches that are, like, taking play there?
1: Yeah, like, yeah, the, the coaches that are, like, actually evaluating and, like, pulling the trigger on guys. Because I'm sure, like, when you're a recruit going through this, you're like, what is he looking at? Like, I'm dogging this guy. Or, like, I just ran a 4-4. Like, <clears throat> like, why why haven't they offered me yet? I'm I'm sure that's, like, even if it's not, like, a dominating thought, it, it's definitely a passing by, you know, yeah. thought. It has
0: to um, be. I would say, I mean, you can't always – I don't know if I should say that. (laughs) I would say it. What? Uh, I would say that, uh, you know, you can't always be looking at, like, the stars and stuff, like recruits and stuff, because it'd be some recruits out there that don't be having no stars or some recruits, you know. Yeah, some recruits that don't be having no stars that, you know, still be athletic, still be Mm -hmm. good, because it's some some kids out there that just think that, you know, their stars are going to get them – you know places or you know their talent is going to get them places but sometimes it, it comes down to like the character that's really the that's really the main thing it comes down to uh look at look at kids to have good character because i mean it's gonna really help in the long run not even not even just like on the field but like off the field as well too.
1: you know it's like you read my mind because i was gonna ask you um i had a whole I have, I have notes on, on what I want to talk about, and it really kind of centered around being a character guy, being a a true influence in the locker room. And um, I texted one of one of uh, our mutual friends, one of your players, somebody <clears> that, <throat> that was with us. I recruited this one. Um, yeah. I'll keep his name off there, but he told me <clears> he didn't mind <throat> me telling. Him. So I'll tell you once we get off the air. I said, if I'm a CEO or a GM, and I asked you to give me two sentences on Brandon Wilson, what would you say? He said, a true example of a team player, and even better man in the locker room. You can put him anywhere on the field, and he'll make a difference. What What was it about your day-to-day process that allowed you to establish yourself as a, a captain and? the most respected guy in the building you weren't the you weren't the loudest you weren't the most talkative like you didn't Annoying. stand okay. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't stand on a podium you didn't you, you didn't make yourself heard you weren't a me guy but every man in the building knew like b wills one of those dudes he is the guy that we're going to look to and like he's the, he sets the tone so what was it about your day-to-day process and does like true character for a football player look like in your mind
0: I mean, like you said, I always came in, you know, my head down, always just working, always coming there to just get whatever done I had to get done. I ain't never, you know, talk back to no coaches. I ain't ever, you know, do nothing crazy off the field. I always just try to, you know, just be that be that guy, you know, be the right guy, you know. I always try to, you know, serve my teammates and just do whatever I had to do, you know, just help the team, you know, win. And I feel like that's what it kind of that's what that's what it kind of boils down to, just being there to do whatever you got to do, you know, just help your team succeed. And um, as far as like what it looks like as a you know good character guy, it's I would say just always making the right decisions, doing the right things, because that's really what it boils down to. I mean, you'll have decisions you got to make, either good or bad. Um, well, not good or bad decisions, but I mean, you know. Good, good or, or bad scenarios, yeah, 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 yeah. So just always, I mean, we know we know what's right and what's wrong. You just gotta make the right decision. <laughs> and yeah. keep making those right decisions, it's gonna lead you down the right path. But if you make a wrong decision, it's gonna lead you down the wrong path, the one you don't wanna be on. So I feel like that's, that's something, you know, that I always, you know, try to do is always do what's right
1: know, don't do what's wrong. So And you know, like being in the city of Houston, there's a lot of things to do. Like there, the there, there are a lot of distractions. There there's been tragedy in guys that you and I both know. And it's yeah. not it's not worth getting into it. But um you know, like how do you, you know, stay down the, the straight and narrow um, when you're, you know, big man on campus and You know, this is all new to you. You, 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 No, no, seriously. Like, like, because especially at a place like Houston and, you know, I I think there's an element of like, if, if B-Will is doing the right thing, like, all right, I'm going to stay on top of my stuff and make sure I'm not the one that gets us in trouble. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. don't you think it has a compounding effect on like your teammates?
0: I think it does. I mean, especially if you like a leader in the locker room, something like that I feel like there's some guys you know look up to you and if they see you they see you out there doing something crazy they'll be like oh I can do it too he's doing it so I mean it comes down you just having to set the right example you know for the guys on you just doing the right things like I said it's making the right decisions so yeah and
1: then like you know, switching coaching staffs, like, that's – that probably wasn't easy. I had about three different <laughs> – I mean, you you went on – you went on Levine, Herm, and then Herm left during your draft Apple process. White. And you had Applewhite. <laughs> yeah. So, what was that like for – I mean, I, I know it was crazy on mine in recruiting, <laughs> but uh, how was it for you and the players?
0: Uh, I mean, it's just like a roller coaster. <laughs> Me up here, then you down there. just, I don't know, man. I mean, I just I just pushed for it really. It just, like I said, whatever the coaches had us doing, you know, I will always, you know, try to do whatever they tell us to do. That's That was my mindset, you know? And I felt like just by me doing that, that kind of helped me adjust and, you know, I guess, adjust to whatever they had, had us doing or whatever they came in was new, just getting on with that stuff. So. Did it make the transition to like the
1: NFL where it is a business and it's like, hey man, you got to just do your job. Uh, And you did have a coaching change, you know, like, um, you know, obviously Bengals. Uh, Do you feel like your experiences and like going through all that kind of set you up to be like, all right, like, this isn't anything serious
0: like yeah
1: you know what i'm yeah. saying
0: yep yeah. yeah i mean just like you said <laughs> that's that's exactly that's exactly you know how it is really and i feel like that's i already been through it so i kind of already know how to go through it now so
1: when the scouts are showing up for i think it was the pro day and some, some showed up the day earlier, a couple days earlier. And a lot of them were meeting with, um, uh, I think your class was not ed. It was the year before ed. So a lot of guys are meeting with Yeah, class, and like Tyus was like supposed to be the you know, the top 50 top 100 pick. And I remember, I thought they were coming to meet with Tyus and the, uh, Bengals. Bengals uh qc or he was special teams mm-hmm. coach he's like no 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 like i want to give me this special teams room like let me spend some time with b will and y'all were in there for like an hour and a half or like two hours y'all were in there forever and um i just wanted to know kind of i've never asked you this like what were those meetings like with those coaches when they were during the scouting process and really getting to know you and like how you watch film and like how you see the game Um, what do you think you showed in those meetings that told the Bengals, hey, like, we need to spend a draft pick on this guy.
0: I mean, I must have showed them something good. <laughs> Cause I mean, I was just in there just, they was just asking me, you know, questions about the game. Like you said, that's that's all they was doing. I was just answering their questions. So, I mean, I must have did something right. <laughs> so, but I mean, it was, it was, it was pretty chill. I mean, it wasn't nothing, like the stress over really. I was just in there, just being me, really. So it just worked at the end of the day, I guess.
1: What were the best questions you felt like you were asked? Like you were
0: like, "Oh dang, like, I don't, I don't know this answer." It was some questions I ain't know. I'm gonna say that, <laughs> but I mean, when they pull up like past film stuff from games and all that stuff, I was, I was on it. So. And then you get to the Bengals. You know, like, what was
1: that rookie season like? Because I know you were trying to like prove that, hey, I'm worth this
0: draft pick. How was your rookie season? Man, my rookie season was rough. Yeah, I was hurt my rookie season. I um shoot, I had like some, some wrong in my knee or something, so I was hurt. Like, I guess, shoot, we reported for was that? We reported for OTAs. I think it was OTAs. Yeah. I couldn't even – I couldn't even do it because my knee was hurting so bad. Damn. Shoot, I ended up not even doing – I didn't do OTAs. Then when we got back, my knee still wasn't – when we came back for, like, training camp, my my knee still wasn't good. So, I didn't play, like, the first three – the first three um, preseason games. I ended up getting healthy enough to play, you know, the last preseason game. So, I did that. um, Got cut. Brought me back on practice squad, then like the eighth game, eighth game of the season, I got brought back up to like active roster, and I was out there just, you know, doing my thing on special teams, and I just been on ever since, really, just you know, going out there just.
1: Did you even get to participate in
0: the rookie minicamp?
1: Because I know you said you missed OTAs, you did, you didn't get to do the rookie camp, did you?
0: I did rookie, yeah, I did rookie mini camp. I did rookie mini camp, and then whenever we had to you know, do it like everybody else, like the whole other, you know, everybody else on the team. I I wasn't even able to do that. My knee was just hurting so bad. <laughs>
1: yeah. So. and then and you know, obviously he, he's gone now, but it's pretty cool to to be back with your guy Willow.
0: Yeah, it was real cool, man. We was shoot it was good to just be around somebody, you know, that's that was from the school. So it was it was pretty cool. Yeah. I know Ed and Marquez are loving it up there together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was like I I felt like the whole draft, it was just teams like pairing up former teammates. Mm-hmm. It was like all across <laughs> the first round. And then like your guy, Joey Burrow, gets gets Jamar mm-hmm. Chase. So what's it like playing against him in practice?
0: Um Burrow? Yeah. Man, he's a good kid, man. He's a he's a competitor, i I'll, I'll tell you that. He loves to compete and you know he's he's just he's a real good guy, man. And yeah. What makes him special? What makes him special? I would say um I would just say he just he just likes to compete and he just he just loves the game. I mean he's he's just one of those guys, man. Just one of those guys. I do I, I appreciate
1: you taking time to to jump on yeah. this call. Like yeah. it's it's really cool to like come full circle, you know, because yeah. you saw me when I was like just trying to trying to cut my teeth in, in college football, Uh-oh. man.
0: I remember that. <laughs> I remember them days, man.
1: What's next uh for you? I know you said you got a bunch of Zoom calls kind of gearing you guys up, uh playbook wise and just be able to hit the ground running, but you know, what's your timeline through the summer? What's that look
0: like? Sure, I'm gonna finish up. I guess we'll finish up here in a couple of weeks and then I'm gonna go back home, just enjoy, enjoy time with my wife, my daughter. Sure, I, I've been away from them for only a few days and I'm already missing like crazy. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna go spend some time with them. Uh, me and my wife, We go try to get away, go to the beach or something, you know, Good. and then go be back up here, you know, back at it. No training camp and you know, out here competing.
1: Number one thing you've learned uh as a pro that's helped
0: you stay healthy in the season? Stay healthy? Shoot, you gotta do a lot of stuff to stay healthy. Eat right, you gotta I mean basically what we was doing, you know, in college, just you know, stretching, you know, hot tub, cold tub, just all those. All those little things eating right, sleeping. Huh. Gotta sleep. What sleep, so so, so
1: so what's your training room uh, routine? So you, you said contrast. So how okay, they they got me doing contrast because I started running a bunch. And so I'm I'm not to the point where it's one for one, it's like one Man, for three. I do,
0: so I do three, I do three and I'll do yeah, I just I just do three and three. That's what I try to do.
1: I, probably, I, 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 f- to, I finally got in a cold tub for like two and I was pushing three minutes. I was like, nope.
0: Bro, the, the key is you got to get in there with your phone and go just scroll on Instagram or something. So you ain't got to focus. <laughs> so you ain't got to <laughs> think about the cold, bro. Cause it'd be so cold. Yes. But once you get in the hot tub, then you'd be just chilling there. You'd be like, oh, uh, I'll stay here for like five more minutes.
1: Okay. Yeah. How, m- how many rotations then? You do you like it's three really or de- four?
0: It's really depending on how my legs feel. Yeah. I mean, I usually do three, that's normal. But if I'm feeling kind of rough, i probably do like six. Oh wow. You know, going back and forth. Or I just or I just ended up staying in the cold tub for a long time. So then- like I'll probably get in there probably like 10 minutes just standing in there. Oh man. Yeah.
1: So like when do you do contrast like like versus when do you do just the cold tub? You do just the cold tub like day after a game, day after like a, a rough workout?
0: Um, I'd be mixing it up, honestly. It's really no no certain way. Just I what really,
1: you're feeling what you're feeling that day? It's really,
0: yeah, it's really what I'm feeling that day. Sometimes I ain't gonna lie, sometimes I just go get in the cold tub and just stand in there. And then some days I just do contrast. You know, but it's really depending on there's no, there's no, no certain way I do it, really.
1: And then eating right. That's the thing that like eating right and sleeping right, I think mm-hmm. is the most the two most overlooked things. So uh, what what are some like quick tips on for, for really athletes eating right, man? Because like at the end of the day, like the bad stuff will creep up on you real fast and easy.
0: Man. Hydrating, um, and I would say talk to, I mean, you guys have nutritionists. Y'all probably got a nutritionist and stuff. Yeah, we do. Talk to nutritionists and just, you know, get on a plan on like what you're trying to do, really. And just eating. I just try to stay away from fried foods. I don't eat pork. I know some people probably eat pork, but I actually choose not to eat pork. Um, I eat a lot of greens, vegetables, that kind of stuff. To, I just try to eat the right stuff really
1: you a, a night owl or early riser or both
0: <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I can get up I can get up pretty early it's but it's like it's like once you up once you get up and it's probably like that first 10 minutes you'll be up that's that's how I feel like i be like hurting like when I get up but then, like after the, like the ten minutes pass, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Oh, yeah. that's just how I am. I probably go get a cup of coffee or something.
1: Six, seven, eight. How many? How many hours of sleep you get? I try to get eight. Try to try to get eight. <laughs> yeah. When when Naomi came around, was that a little bit harder to get eight hours of sleep in?
0: Bro, you know, I'm not even gonna say how many. And hours of sleep I was getting. <laughs> it was, it wasn't eight. It wasn't eight at all.
1: And well, I know they're excited to probably see you too. So yeah. uh, where can our listeners find and follow all the awesome things you're doing with the Bengals? Uh Instagram, Twitter handles.
0: Sure, you can follow me at it's will. Wait, shoot, sure, what is my Instagram? It's probably it's me will or it's will. It's one of them. But, uh, yeah, y'all can follow me on there, man. Sure. Twitter. I think I got a, shoot, what is it? I don't even know my thing on there. I don't even begin on Twitter like that. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll take this one. Is it, it's me, B Will. If you want to follow Brandon Wilson,
1: kickoff, return, extraordinaire and defensive back, it is at it's B Will underscore. And he's got a blue verified check (laughs) mark. And that's how it's done. So that's all I got, dude. I, I really appreciate it. And
0: yeah, man. No problem at all, man. I'm excited to get on with you. You know, it's been a long time, you know, since I really chopped it up with you. you know,
1: Keep doing your thing, man. Uh, proud
0: of you. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you having me on, for sure. Absolutely. You have a blessed day. Use it, bro. See you.